Hey guys, welcome to At The Movies Podcast with yours truly, Jackie. This is episode three, and the featured movie today will be the classic enticing musical, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Well, today I'm joined by a really, really good friend of mine, Andrea Barraza. Go ahead and introduce yourself and say hi. Hi, so my name is Andrea. I live in Chicago, gang gang. Um, I'm originally from El Paso, but I moved out here um, almost two years ago to the day, pretty much. Damn. Um, to be with my mans. And um, I've known Jackie for like most of my life. Honestly. <laughs> for real. But yeah, so I uh, manage a nail salon out here. And I love movies just as much as Jackie does. I don't nearly watch as many as she does, but <laughs> she's definitely inspired me. <clears throat> but yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. How did we meet? Can you remember? <laughs> yeah, so I think I was actually thinking about this earlier today. I was like, wow, I've like literally known you so long. I can't even like really remember when we like initially met. But yeah. I'm pretty sure we had math class together with Mr. Morgan. <laughs> Creepy ass Mr. Morgan. <laughs> Yeah, and we were, um, that class was literally full of tomfoolery, like nothing but jokes. For real. Um, but yeah, I think we met there, and then we just kind of clicked, and then we obviously went to the same high school, and um, we ended up being in choir together, and we were we just, like, kind of been glued at the hip. Even, you know, now as we're adults, and we live in two different cities, yeah. and <laughs> we still kind of, like, click and keep in touch and all that. Of course, duh. <laughs> Lifelong friends. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. So how do you like Chicago? I actually really love it here. It's It was a really, uh, like, big culture shock when I first moved here just because, like, completely different environment, like, weather. Like, there's actually seasons here. <laughs> like, I didn't know what fall was because, like, there's no fall. There's actually, you know? like, orange leaves. Like, Oh, yeah, literally. Like, I there's, like, leaves, like, falling outside my apartment building. I'm like, what? Oh my god! Yeah, I'm jealous. Uh, but like, I'm also like kind of sad because I know winter is coming, and I really don't do well with winter. Mm-hmm. Not like because of the snow, like that's fine, but it's like you know, EP is so full of sunshine like year round, and like during winter here, it's like six months of cloudiness. Oh god, and that's like really like it weighs heavy on your heart and your mind. But yeah, other than that, like it's been really fun. Um, I've made a group of friends out here. The food is bomb. <laughs> Um, and there's like always something to do, pop off. I spent most of quarantine like chilling at the lake because there's legit nothing else to do. So, damn, the lake. Good to me. that's awesome, dude. I'm glad like you found like you over there, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's fucking awesome. Would you ever move back to El Paso? You know, I don't think I would move back to El Paso. I think that, you know, maybe like once I settle down. Adrian and I have obviously talked about having a family or whatever. And so, um, like, it's expensive out here. Um, I don't necessarily think I would move back to EP, but I think maybe, like, a larger city in Texas. I've had a taste of the good life now. I don't want to say good life, but, like, the accessibility that comes with a, a large city. So, like, I can't go back to that. Like, I want things to be open all night. <laughs> you yeah. know, and that's like what, uh, what it is out here. You can get anything and everything delivered, like, yeah, bro, I can't go back to that. <laughs> I know, and yeah, I'll pass so everything closes like at fucking nine. It's I know, like, literally, okay. they roll up the sidewalk. They're like, ring the bell. Like, come inside. <laughs> like, what now? What do we do? <laughs> I know, I know. It's crazy, Just but want- I do miss EP. Don't get me wrong. Like, oh, I do God. miss it. Me too. I miss the food. I miss the Mexican food. Yeah, people are weird about their tacos out here. They be putting stuff on it. I'm like, that's not how you do it. 
Ew, like what? Like sweet stuff. I'm like, no. Oh. And like they, I like I know a lot of places they just do like onion and cilantro, but like I want my taco loaded. <laughs> Put the guac, put the sour cream, you know? And it was like, what are you doing? I'm like, nah, y'all do it right. <laughs> Squeeze all that fucking lime on it. Oof. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So, of course, I asked this with everybody, but what's your song of the day, week? What's on your mind? Oh, my God. So, you know, I listen to all types of stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Chance the Rapper lately. Oh, I love him. I have always loved him. But then also, too, um, my boyfriend's band is getting ready to release um, some new music. Oh, yeah. Shout out Action Adventure. Yes. Shout out Action Adventure. Follow him on Spotify, everybody, every social media. <laughs> um, no, but, like, I've been listening to them, too, um, just because I'm, like, gearing up for their new release. Yeah. Uh, but then I've also been listening to a lot of podcasts because you and Jonathan got me into the podcasting, honestly. Yeah. So I've been listening to a lot of y'all stuff. And then I'm, like, literally looking at my Spotify, seeing what I've been listening to. I was going through, like, a Bryson Tiller phase. So I'm going to say my song of the week is going to be I Might Need Security by Chance the Rapper. You haven't heard that song? It's a a really interesting song. It's all about, like, Chicago stuff. Oh, okay. And um, Is he from there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, so um, it, like, really smacks hard as well you know like what i say but like um I don't booty know, claps like, hard yeah claps <laughs> hard. it's got a really good beat i like the he kind of did like a like a kanye thing where he took um like a song lyric and he made it a beat okay. so it's like different but it's really it's a really good song i might need security gotta listen to it yes i will definitely give that a shot i need i know i need to broaden my spectrum on music you know me i always just stick to like and pop punk <laughs> yeah 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 it defines me um it does. speaking of pop punk the song that's been stuck in my head all day uh it's called scarier than jason Voorhees at a campfire by new oh glory my <laughs> <laughs> oh my god wow i know a typical like long ass like yeah. title but yeah it's my new glory uh it's part of their new album that just came out this past june so okay. i finally got around to listening to it and like I, it's a really good album I, so that's something I need to tap into is my pop punk. Like my boyfriend's band is pop punk, and I really didn't know anything about them, like pop punk, until I got here. Um, so I need to expand my horizon that way. But I can't get off that hood hood shit. Like, I know. <laughs> what happened to this rocker Drea from high school? I mean, that was like, there. like believe me. Oh my god, R.I.P. Um, Van Halen. Dude, when Eddie. I, read about that, I know. Um, what a legend. I but, like, legit cred. And Halen all day, so same. No, it's still there. It's still there. My rocker side <laughs> is still there. <laughs> That's hilarious. I know. All right, now let's get started. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? What's your starter? Tell us, Drea. What's your go-to snack at the movies? Oh my god, it is jalapenos and popcorn. Fuck yeah, with um, a medium Dr Pepper. And um, I love like the sour chewy straws. Oh, okay, yeah. And um, the sweet tart straw chewy straws. Those are my. That's my sweet go-to. tart chewy straw. Oh, the um, yeah. the ropes. Is that what they were called? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Those are so good. I love the chewy stuff in the movie there. Oh, I'm a chocolate girl. I always go for chocolate. Like, oh, I I don't like like the gummy candy because sticks to my teeth. Oh no. 
I'd rather have um, cavities yeah. with chocolate. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you always like that stuff when you were a kid? No, so I always used to get the chocolate stuff. I used to get um like the chocolate covered cookie dough bites or whatever. Oh yeah, like I've never had those. Um, the one they're kind of like they the cookie dough tastes artificial. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, so I stopped going that, which is when I went to like the chewy route. Um, but I've also been like um like Junior Mints. I love Junior Mints. Ew, I hate any any kind of chocolate with mint. It's so gross. <laughs> oh my god! All right, get out of here. <laughs> So who do you mainly go to the movies with? Legit, um, growing up obviously it was with my family, but um, as I've gotten older, it, it like progressed to like friends in high school and middle school. You know, we would just that's all you could do was go to the movies. Yeah. So um, that, but like obviously now it's just me and my boyfriend. Um, but I for a while there, I was going with my cousin Sabrina. She was going with me for a while. We would go on like a little cousin date. Aww. That's I can't cute. even tell you the last time I went to a movie theater, though. Dude. I think it was, like, it Valentine's for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That sounds about right for me, too. Actually, now that I think about it. Yeah. That's... I can't tell you what I saw, though. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Whatever the fuck was coming out during Valentine's Day, right, that's right, what we right. watched. Like... It was, like, time it just right, you know? Yeah. The other day, I was actually watching Coraline. Do you remember we saw that movie together in theaters? Yeah, we did see that movie together. I was like, oh, my God, Drea. Like, I thought of you yeah. automatically. You know, that movie used to scare, like, it scared me when we, like, it was just creepy, you know? Like, it was kind of yeah. creepy. It gets I don't that vibe. It's creepy, but um, I've watched it like as an adult, and it's a really phenomenally done movie. You it know, really it's just, is like, superb. Mm-hmm. I really want to do that one on my show. You sure. should. I think it'd be good. Now let's move on to the next segment. Come on, everybody! Here we go. <laughs> so I'm gonna go over the movie summary. So it is stuck with a flat tire in the pouring rain. Newly engaged couple. Newly engaged couple, Brad and Janet, discover an eerie mansion which belongs to Dr. Frankfurter. So the release date was September 26th of 1975, which it just turned 45 years old. So that's pretty awesome. I know, right? Uh, And then it was with 20th Century Fox. Um, The writers on this is Richard O'Brien, which he did star in the film as Riff Raff. um, And he did the music and lyrics and then also the screenplay and he shared that with jim Sharman, which -hmm. apparently he's australian huh uh jim Sharman also directed the film as well and then some notable actors of course the legendary tim curry which i don't i shouldn't even have to explain what other fucking movies he's been in but (laughs) but he plays dr frankfurter Uh, and then you have of course susan sarandon that plays janet and then I know, like, they're those two are pretty much like the only like well known people that, like, you know, people will know. I mean, right. of course, you have, um, what's his name? Bostwick? Barry Bostwick. Barry yeah. Bostwick that plays, um, Brad. But of course, you can't go wrong with iconic meatloaf, <laughs> not yeah. the classic dinner, the singer <laughs> <laughs> who plays <Yeah>. Eddie. <laughs> Yeah, I love meatloaf. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like I do food. too. I love it so much. The food, oh, not the, the guy. Food. Oh no, I can't stand food. It's a giant loaf of meat. Ew. Drea, you telling me you don't like meat? All right, big slob of meat. With gravy. 
white gravy. <laughs> oh lord. Oh lord. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, if anybody who doesn't know who the fuck Meatloaf is, uh, he's saying I will do anything for love. Which yeah, and that wasn't a Super Bowl commercial, so yeah, you should know that song. Like that. Come on. If you know that song, then you know who Meatloaf is. He's just this really right. big guy that plays the saxophone really well. <laughs> Fuck you, Kenny G. Like, <laughs> he ain't got shit on Meatloaf. <laughs> right. Um, so for the box office, their budget was estimated to be around $1.2 million. Yeah. Okay. I I have a hard time reading numbers. And then <laughs> they're uh, gross in the U.S. Oh, and we are doing the U.S. version. If any of you are getting confused with the U.K. version, yes, there are two different versions, but they're not that different, right? No, 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 yeah. they're not. Um, so the gross for that was $112 million. And then the cu- cumulative worldwide gross was $113 uh, million. So... um. For those of you who don't know, I'll give a sort of summary. I'm pretty sure you know this, but um, it did start off as like um, a side play show uh, in the UK that Mm -hmm. Richard O'Brien did back in 1974. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it ended up progressing to the US and they did some shows there. And then they ended up getting a deal for the film. So they ended up filming in 1974. So from 73 to 74 and then it coming out in 75. So that's pretty cool that it did have a long run until it became a movie. Yeah. Um, and then also the reviews, according to IMDb, I always put BD. I do too. Is I Have I not been saying it right this whole time? I know, right? I'm like, uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I have I, the app and everything. I type oh it in that God, way though. IMDb. <laughs> think I am dumb bitch. You have to think of it that way. Mood. <laughs> But according to that, it got a 7.4 out of 10. So, you know, it's pretty moderate. I mean, I think it deserves more than a 7.4. You know, I was just going to say, like, I think this movie deserves at least a solid 8. Yeah. But I'm like a geeked out fan, so (laughs) 10 in my book. Uh, And then Rotten Tomatoes had an 80%, which, again, should be like an 85. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And then uh, the character breakdown. Uh, so, who's your favorite character? Oh my god, it has to be Doctor Frankenfurter. <laughs> I, knew I mean, I that. I just love him. He's he's so charismatic and so horny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like he would and fuck like, anything. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, I mean that's literally the premise of the movie. But, um, but I also really love um, Doctor Scott. Like he's so dupy. I just I love <laughs> he annoys me. <laughs> really? Yeah, like the way he sings, like he sounds like he'd come out in like you know those old Christmas movies, like Santa Claus is coming to town. Like he sounds yeah. like fucking what's his name, uh, Burgermeister or whatever. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that's what he sounds like to me. I'm like, okay, okay. Uh... <laughs> I can see that, but I really just like the goofiness of him. Um, yeah. I also really love Magenta. Oh, yeah. And you, yeah. oh, I won't get into that. I'll bring that up later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know where you're going with that. Uh, God, I don't know. I think I gravitate more towards Janet because she's so fucking naive. And like, yeah. I don't know why I like that. <laughs> like, we were all there once. 
Right. And we wanted people to touch us just as much as she did. <laughs> right. Um, do you, can you relate to any of those characters? So I'm definitely not wearing a corset and high heels like Dr. Frankfurter does. But um, I don't know. Like, I never really thought about it that way. If anything, I guess I could relate to Janet just being a, a woman and, yeah. You know, wanting to explore yourself and your body and your sensuality and being naive, you know, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah. Oh, this is mine. Like he's goofy and I'm goofy, you know, that's hilarious. I think that my mind goes blank. I swear to God. Who do you I think resonate I with? Um, God, I guess Janet too, because I'm, Again, we've all been there. We've all been that woman exploring shit. Um, But can we please praise Tim Curry for being in heels? And, of course, that through that whole fucking film, like you said. Like, he was amazing. Like, what? And he killed it. Are you kidding me? Those legs? (laughs) What? Yeah. Like, everything. Just, oh, I don't know. I can't even explain it. Just his whole charisma about it. Like, oh, I love it so much. I agree. Um, and then, uh, I don't know, what characters should we talk about? Let's start with, I guess start with Brad since we went over Janet and Dr. Frank Ritter. Yeah, okay. Um, how do you think he is in the film? So Brad is really goofy. And the reason why I say goofy is because, like, he's really, like, just kind of dumb. And, like, <laughs> like, well, I guess he wants to do the right thing. You know, he wants, like, marry a nice girl or whatever but like I, I'm going based off like you know there's like such a cult thing with this film you know that mm-hmm. like you the audience participation with the film and like the entire time you're talking about the audience participation everybody's like Brad sucks this is not <laughs> asshole you know so I mean I kind of don't like him in a way but um he's really important to the the movie because you know he like hooks up with Dr. Frankenfurter you know like yeah, he gets his dick sucked hard <laughs> by Dr. <Right>. Abby <laughs> and he's like oh okay like he's like no yeah, stop it but it's he okay. doesn't even fight it like come on girl <laughs> I mean hey we were all there once <laughs> right That's but I just feel like he's really he's just kind of like a goof you know like he's like tripping over his feet you know type thing like mm-hmm. He, uh, he's, like, trying to save his woman, but, like, his woman kind of just wants the beefy guy, you know? Yeah. But, like, I guess that kind of shows, like, how sheltered they both were because, like, how she gravitates towards fucking Rocky and then he goes with Dr. Frank Ritter. But just, like, the curiousness of it all. Because even in... Absolutely. Yeah. And, like, even in Damn It, Janet, like, he's just like, ugh, like, yeah, Janet, like, will you marry me? But, I mean, like... Are you sure you want to marry me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, God. And Janet, of course, naive. Like, I just feel like she's really stupid, too. Yeah, kind of like Dixie, you know? Like, like, um, in the car scene when the tire blows, she's like, what was that bang? What do you think? (laughs) I ran over a dead body. Like, what? Right. Oh, man. I know. She's... She's annoys me <laughs> but i love her like she's yeah. my favorite like you know yeah, you like love hate her you know yeah um and then what about magenta so she's has a special place in my heart <laughs> always um she's kind of like that 
honest bitch that'll just like tell you, you know, yeah. like like you. Um, yeah, <laughs> mood. So that's why I resonate with her. <laughs> um, but she's also like, you know, her and Riff Raff have like this weird, creepy relationship, but she's also like kind of sexy in a way. Like I love when she comes out in her alien like uniform and her hair's like Bride of Frankenstein. Like yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. I completely agree. Um, and same with uh Riff Raff. Like he's he's just a fucking creep. Like he's like that creepy no, he's guy. Like... Total creep vibes. <laughs> you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of um the butler in Coven, American Horror Story. The... Oh, oh him too. <laughs> him too like... the butler in scary movie too. <laughs> Strong hand. <laughs> oh, I've never seen American Horror Story. Don't clown me. No way. I thought you I thought you were a fan. No, maybe I should be though. Coven's really good. That's probably one of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. Don't watch all all the rest of them. Just watch Coven and the first okay. one. <laughs> Those are the only good ones. Yeah, at me, guys. Whatever. <laughs> um, the one that kind of gets on my nerves is Columbia. I cannot stand. I think it's the squeakiness of her voice. Yeah. Like, it's like too nasally. It's like, girl, shut the fuck up. Stop tap dancing and get your ass to the back, like. <laughs> Yeah, and then she's obsessed with Eddie and then screaming bloody murder, you know? Yeah, it's like, okay, he's not, it's no loss there. He was just going to play his saxophone, like, just and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and I love how the, you know, the glorious creation, Rocky, like, he only really had one line in the movie. Yeah. It was the fucking song that he sang. Right. Uh, what was the title yeah. of the song? I was forget sword of damocles that, that's the name of it yeah so um he only sings that one song like right after he's born yeah um and it's called the sword of damocles and then he like mouths the words of the um the floor show song i forget the name of oh song. um yeah mm-hmm. i know i know which one where he's like oh it was only i've only been alive for seven hours like right right like, right right oh okay so you're relevant <laughs> next <laughs> right um but other than that there's not really like much characters to break down than them you know yeah because the rest of them are just like background people you know like Like, the transylvanians are just background people yeah (laughs) now on to scenes how exciting Mm. um and i know like uh you had mentioned before like how the crowd um joins in if people Mm. did not know this uh they're during i guess the show play like even when it first began and even when they play it at the plaza in el paso if you guys have ever been you guys it's a must but the crowd uh participates in the show and there's a bunch of props that are thrown like the wedding scene you throw rice when it's raining you have water guns and you shoot at people and it's just like little things like you guys should really look it up because it's it's a lot of fun. Dre and I have done it before together. I think it was like two, three years ago. No, yeah, well, right. It was well, right. One of the last things I did, like right before I moved. Yeah, uh, or like the year before I moved. But um, we had gone several times, and we would. Um, it was always so much fun. Yeah, I know it. It was. I'd always go with Ashley. <laughs> she was always the one I'd always go. But oh, we yeah. never propped it out until we went with you. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck it. it, let's do it!" And it was a lot of fun. Like, it's so much fun. uh, just people yelling like "asshole," "whore." Like, it's just it's so right. much fun. 
<laughs> my favorite is the opening the opening one you know you see the criminologist right and he goes i would like and you say a neck because yeah. it's like the shortest <laughs> neck of all time oh my god yeah that's the best one <laughs> that's hilarious but seriously guys like you guys really need like after covid you guys need to go to a rocky horror show a live show and like just fucking fucking fuck shit up throw rice and toilet paper at everybody yeah 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 (laughs) and toast i remember like right before we left like i was toasting toast (laughs) a toast i forgot about the toast it's too funny oh and then the cards right you use like a deck of cards right Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, I love everything about that. It's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, so, with that being said, what is your favorite scene from the movie or scenes? Yeah, more than one. Yeah, I actually have a couple. So, I, it's like probably one of the most to me like iconic scenes is like when you first see Frankenfurter in the elevator cage. Mm-hmm. Like, especially because we've done the audience participation, like the crowd goes wild. Dude, yes. Oh my Uh, god. (laughs) And like it's just it's that's literally the start of the movie where like you can even though Brad and Janet are scared, like you can see that they're like it peaked interest, you know? Yeah. Um so just like the sheer um like reveal of his outfit and like the dancing and then he sits on that throne, like come on. Like that's the greatest scene ever. Yes. And then just like musically wise I really, really love the don't dream it, be it scene Mm. just because like, I love that quote too. Like it's really powerful, you know? So, um, those are my top two scenes. Those like legit are mine too. Oh, really? The second, (laughs) the don't dream it, be it, that's my third, but I don't know why, but I love, like, I love Sweet Transvestite and then I love when they're going back back and forth. They're like, Dr. Scott, Brad, Janet. Oh, and he's like, <laughs> I don't know why I love that part so much. It's so stupid. You know what? I do love that scene. And then they do like the Medusa thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a really great scene. Oh. I've always wanted Frankenfurter's jacket. Oh, yeah. The jacket looks so dope. <laughs> if I could find that on like Smithsonian, I mean, I'd never get it from the Smithsonian, but if I could find it anywhere, like I would buy it in a heartbeat. I wonder what happened to that jacket. Like, did he keep it? Did they donate it yeah, to like I I wonder I wonder that about movies in general. Like are people do they keep the props? Like what, you know? I, I th- would've kept it. I think they get like dibs on some of them, like what makes it out, unless like I don't know. Have you ever been to DC to like any of the Smithsonian's? No, dude, that's on my bucket list. Yeah, one of the um what's it called? One of the history museum, but it's like a pop pop culture history museum. Oh, and they yeah. have like everything, like they have like Dorothy's dress from Wizard of Oz, which I know you'd love, and her ruby slippers and Girl. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's an awesome. Like any of the Smithsonian ones there, like the pop culture and the science, um Air and Space Science Museum, those are my favorite. Like it's so I fucking gotta make awesome. a trip. I gotta go. I gotta see that. Yeah. Um and of course this one's probably easy, but what do you think is the most iconic scene of the movie? Oh, it's definitely the sweet transvestite scene. You think I think so, or the the time um, warp, time warp. Yeah, well, they kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, since they're right after each other. Yeah, but no, okay. So time warp number one. Mm-hmm. That's like the song everybody knows, and then um, the sweet transvestite. I feel like I time warp is the only song people know. Like not the true fans. You know what I mean? Right. Like yeah. oh yeah, but they don't know the moves. Like they just know. Right. 
<laughs> they just know the song. They pretend. Like I love seeing everybody at the actual show, and you're like, oh, you don't, you've never seen this movie, huh? Like, <laughs> right? You're new. <laughs> you're not dressed up. <laughs> And it's crazy how many people dress up to those things. Yeah. You see a lot of, like, naked-ass people. You're like, oh, wow, you're really dedicated. (laughs) Like, they're dressed up like like Rocky, and you're like, I don't think you should be dressed like that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we've definitely seen a chunky Rocky or two in our our time. (laughs) (laughs) Especially in El Paso. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, yes. He doesn't even have blonde hair. It no. <laughs> looks all fucking like beanered out. Swim trunks, you know? <laughs> Not even gold. Oh, it's like, God. just go to Party City. What the fuck? Right. right. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Um, any other scenes you want to mention? I actually also really love the. Uh... Oh, man. Like, when he's doing the introduction speech about like he's about to reveal um rocky oh. and he's wearing the green outfit and the pink gloves it's right after the when he I snaps it that's when you yes. snap your glove at the yes. show mm-hmm. I, I really love that shot simply because you know me being a makeup person i really love the way that his face looks like it's like the glossy lip the dark eye like that i don't know yeah. you know the inner makeup geek comes out <laughs> and I, I i look at it at an aesthetic way and so that's, that's one of my favorite scenes <laughs> What about you, though? Um, I always like when they're uh, singing happy birthday to him at the dinner scene. And he just, like, cuts them off. He's like, okay, like, let's let's proceed. Yes. <laughs> and he's just like, ooh, with the, with the cutter when they're, like, trying to talk. Like, right, he's just like, you're next, bitch. <laughs> it's like, do not, like, shut your fucking mouth and listen to Dr. F. Like, right. <laughs> right. Like, I love that. Everything about him is just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I get it. Um, now on to goofs. Uh, did you catch any movie goofs? I have, I wrote down a ton. (laughs) Well, not a ton because, um, but I did write uh, a few. So, um, in the scene where he's like birthing Rocky Mm -hmm. and he's like pulling all the colors down, you know, like, um, you can see that he like touches like four of the, I think, I think it's three or four of the same colors. And oh. he's like trying to make the rainbow flag. Oh and he did like three blues, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> dude. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so uh, there's that one. And then when Dr. Scott actually gets to the castle and um, they do like the magnetizer mm-hmm. thing can see like the wire in the carpet that is used to like pull his wheelchair and oh, it like oh. the carpet like standing up like or like the rug or whatever onto on oh the stairs like, leave the rug standing up i'm like dude you couldn't even edit that out like what? <laughs> it wasn't in the budget drea <laughs> i know right <laughs> um and then when columbia is yelling at um dr frankenfurter about killing eddie She's like huffing and puffing, right? And she pulls her pajamas. Her nipple? Down. Yeah. Total nip slip, bro. Total nip Dude, slip. Dude, her fucking nipples were out when they were on the show, like out of her corset. Sure. That's I was literally like, my next one. Wow. That was literally my next one. Like, look at her little baby toes. Like, <laughs> coming to say hi. Um, yeah, so that was literally what I was going to say next. So the floor so- show scene, her both nips are completely out. <laughs> and then in the very last scene, this is the last one I saw, the very last scene, um, 
when Brad and Janet are carrying Dr. Scott out of the castle, um, they're like carrying him, right? Like he's resting on their shoulders, right? And then like the next scene is him in the rubble of his wheelchair. Like they weren't carrying his wheelchair out. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Uh, the one that I had noticed first was um, the chalk heart that Brad draws on the church door. It changes shape uh, with each like different scene. Like each shot, it like oh. changes. And I was like, oh, well, he didn't draw that like recently. Like it like changes completely. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, de- I definitely missed that. <clears throat> uh, and then also, um, right, uh, there was already blood in the freezer when he goes to kill Eddie. And it's yes. like Yes, I did Yeah. <laughs> and then also, um, I don't know if you noticed this, but right away I caught it. And in the the pool scene, I forgot what song that is. That's um Don't Dream It Be Yeah, it. Don't Dream It Be It. And uh the tattoo is washing off. Yes. yes and yes, yes. uh and then when he's singing I'm going home, it's like on like it's brand new. Like it wasn't right. even I noticed that right away and I was like, Hey, like what the fuck? They could have like I don't know. Ooh. Also in that same scene, the when he smears his makeup, mm-hmm. you know, he does his little thing. Yeah. Um it's like fixed in the next scene. Like oh, it's not I didn't notice anymore. that. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah, when he just grabs it like this, I'm like, oh, I love, the, I love the audience participation. Spirit! <laughs> oh, so much fun. Um, yeah, those are all the little goofs that I, I picked up. Yeah, me too. I feel like there's more goofs in older movies than... There maybe. there are. There are a ton more. We could actually look, them up, look up a few more if you want. Yeah, I don't know if you see any more. There's like... Um... I know there was like the chalk heart one I saw for sure. Oh, um, Frank's uh, perfect man, Rocky, has fillings in his teeth. I don't know if you noticed that when he's standing in the the like little crib or whatever, uh-huh. and he like puts his head back. Ah, you can see fillings in the actor's teeth. Oh my god! I never. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't really looking at <laughs> at his teeth. Yeah, no. that's funny. Oh, this one is kind of interesting, too. Um, early in the 1975 film, the narrator says the story takes place in early November and President Nixon's resignation speech is heard on the radio in the car. Oh. But the speech actually occurred the previous August. So it was, like, almost a year, like, delayed. Oh. I guess they were, like, trying to set the the time frame. Yeah. That's huh. weird, though, that they would do that because that, like, actually happened in America. You know, <laughs> like, real life, you know? Yeah. That's funny. What I was reading, the one, I am, I am DB, I am dumb. Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I, like, a lot of it was, like, and I did catch this, too, especially in, like, the Transylvania scene. Like, people's mouths weren't moving when there was audio. Oh. Wow. So there was a lot of that on here. But that's typical 70s shit. I know. I was like, mm. <laughs> technology was yeah. shit back then. Uh-huh. Now let's go on to our next segment, and it's quotes. Uh, what are some of your favorite quotes? So I actually wrote these down here. And um, again, I'm going based off of, well, some of them are kind of goofy, but like um, the audience participation. So, like, when you say, when you hear this, part of the movie you know you like say your 
your line for your audience participation. And so these are kind of like trigger questions for me, if you will. Uh But right at the beginning, when Brad and Janet knock on the door, um, he's like, you're wet. And Janet's like, yes, it's raining. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah, that was just it's a great it's a great like sexual innuendo which is right off the bat. Like yeah. you're already gonna get into some shit here you don't even know. <laughs> um and then Magenta in that same scene, she's like, You're lucky, he's lucky, I'm lucky, we're all lucky. And then she tackle laughs, laughs like that's great. Um and then stupid Brad. Um he's like, uh Susan Sarandon's like, say something to the Transylvanians and he's like, say one of you guys know how to Madison. <laughs> That's my favorite quote. I love that quote so much. <laughs> it's great. Oh, it's great. <laughs> um, and then in uh, when uh, Columbia is undressing the, you know, they're undressing them. Yeah. She's like slowly, slowly. Too nice a job to rush. Oh. <laughs> like okay, you want to strip tease or what? Wow, magenta. I know. And then, too, I just really love the way that Dr. Frankenfurter says this. He's like, I hold the secret to life itself. You know, he just, like, really, like, over-exaggerates it. I just really <laughs> like that one. Um, and then he's asking Janet about Rocky. And she's like, I don't like a man with too many muscles. Oh, and he's like, I didn't make him for you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, you got a point there. <laughs> but, of also, course, she was only saying that because Brad was there. Like, let's be right, real. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Didn't she pipe in later? She's like, I'm a muscle fan now. <laughs> okay, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> She's been touched. Right. <laughs> she knows what's up now. Um, I also, I have a lot of Dr. Frankenfurter quotes because he's like my favorite character. Um, but he's like, I made you and I can break you just as easily. It's like, oh. I think he meant that in two different ways, you know what I'm saying? Oh, definitely. Come on. So, so yeah, so I really like that one. Um, oh, and then in the birthday scene, he's like, that's a rather tender subject. Another slice, anyone? <laughs> As they're eating Eddie. <laughs> um, Those are good. Oh, and then Riff Raff, say goodbye to all of this and hello to Oblivion. And that's literally only one of those quotes that I put in because of... Um, the audience part participation literally when he says um, say goodbye to all of this the line you say is goodbye all of this and then when he says hello to oblivion you say hello oblivion like it's just so <laughs> stupid but that was i thought that was pretty funny i love that i love all your quotes that's awesome yes, i do have quite a few but yeah no that's mine. i didn't have that many <laughs> um of course my favorite like i said hey do any of you know how to madison like I just love that because it's just like he's so fucking stupid. <laughs> right. right. I love that. And then, of course, my this is probably my all time favorite is when he um, Medusa's uh, Columbia. And then he's like, oh, it's not easy having a good time. Even smiling makes my face ache. <laughs> yes. I love I, that quote. <laughs> yes. yes. And then when he looks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, just so I, dramatic. I love that line. I love it. Oh, you gotta love him. Um, and then what do you think is the most iconic quote from the movie? Oh, man. That, that like, tough. everybody knows? Yeah. Or... Yeah, I guess that's just well-known. They'd be like, oh, Rocky Horror. Like, you would know it, like, right off the bat. 
Initially, I was going to say the Don't Dream It Be It, but I feel like you got to be a hardcore fan to, to get that reference. Yeah. Um, again, I'm going to go with, like, it has to be to do something with the time warp, you know, like. Maybe. Um, I don't know. I, I don't really have a super iconic one that everybody would know. What's your answer? Uh, the he's lucky, I'm lucky, you're lucky, we're all lucky. Yeah. That's oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it is the beginning of the time warp before it happens and you know what you're right that is that is probably a really good um iconic quote from here and then like i feel like people stop watching right after time warp or like sweet transvestite they're probably like yeah i've had enough like i don't know i just feel like some people are probably like that because i mean i agree it does have an acquired taste the movie like not people <laughs> like it they're just kind of like what the fuck like what am i right. watching it's like right it's a really good movie <laughs> like it's funny watch it it is a really good movie. Um, yeah, I made my boyfriend watch it with me today, and he was like, this is kind of weird. He'd never seen it? He had seen it um, when he was in high school, but it's been a really long time. And he I don't even think he finished it. He doesn't like musicals. He literally said oh. when we were watching, he's like, I remember why I've never watched this movie again. I don't really like musicals. Oh, the only musical God. I really like was Hairspray. And I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> it's your favorite, Drew. <laughs> it's Hairspray. Hairspray is my favorite. I know. Uh, I love musicals so much, and yeah, I Jonathan do. doesn't like watching them. Though he claims that Phantom of the Phantom of the Opera is his favorite, but oh, okay. yeah, I think he just said that to get into my panties when we were in high school. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> He's like, "Let me get you with this mask." <laughs> he comes to school one day with like half of it. <laughs> Imagine, oh he my would God. never. Oh yeah, he would never. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> so stupid. You know how I actually got into watching Rocky Horror Picture Show? Hmm. Um, I was obsessed with Hairspray, and I was watching that movie like every day. And my mom was sick and tired of me listening to Hairspray and singing Hairspray. She was like, "Here, watch this." And we didn't like have a DVD player or anything, so I had to literally watch clips of this movie on YouTube. Oh my god! Not even VHS. Oh, I, no, I know <laughs> nothing. So I literally was like watching the sweet transvestite scene over and over and over again. I was like, I'm fascinated. Like this <laughs> is right up my alley. And so then I became obsessive with Rocky Horror, and now that's just like followed me throughout my entire life. <laughs> that is so cool. Hmm. All right, well, wrap up. to mom for introducing me to horny aliens. I know. <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> but your parents are like crazy rockers, too, so that's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah. They live through that shit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, well, wrapping that up, let's move on to our next segment. It's last. All right, flashback. Do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Yeah, the whole, like, the first time I saw it all the way through. Yeah, the whole actual movie. YouTube clip. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I actually think um, it was that, like, shortly after I had got introduced to it via YouTube that my mom had gotten me the DVD, and I have the UK. It's, like, in- included. It's the UK and US version. Mm-hmm. Um, and it blew my mind. It completely blew my mind, especially because I had never seen it all the way through when it got to the um, scene where, like, they went to bed and, like, 
Frankenfurter was Janet and, and and Brad, you know? Yeah. That blew my mind. I was like, what is going on here? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> like, oh God. Um but yeah, I really I really just I've loved this movie. It piqued my interest from right off the bat. So you know. It, but it was crazy. I think I watched it like thirty times in a week oh, once. Uh the first time you watched it, did you watch it with your mom or just solo? I think so. I'm pretty sure we watched it together because she was like, I got to refresh my memory. Yeah. <laughs> she definitely got flashbacks when she fucking saw that movie. <laughs> How funny. Um, and the movie poster, the iconic movie poster, of course, black background, red seductive lips with like a little teeth showing. And then, of course, Dr. Frankenfurter resting on the lips. I know there's like different. Uh, movie posters too but i feel like that's like the most yeah iconic um but i whenever i see this i always think of uh the time that i gave you that painting of it Ooh. for your birthday yes <laughs> it was like a legit painting like yes. it was awesome do you still have it's- it I do. It's actually in my closet at my parents' house. And I'm, my mom was telling me, she's like, you need to get the rest of your stuff out of your closet. And I'm like, is that Rocky Horror thing still in there? And she's like, yeah. <laughs> so um, when I go, I'm going to bring it back with me. And I'm going to put it in my bedroom. Because oh, my God. It's Dr. Frankenfurter. It's beautiful. I love it. It's <laughs> you so You put him back in the closet, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> um. Would you change anything to the movie poster or keep it as it is? Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. That is like one of the greatest movie posters I've ever seen of all time. I agree. Like uh, everything about it. It's just so seductive. And like yeah, all you need to know about the movie is the movie poster. Yeah, exactly. It <laughs> legit explains the movie. Like, we're like yeah. what the fuck is that about? Like exactly what it shows. Like how you even mm-hmm. fucking explain to you. And like not even the summary that I said for this fucking pod describes the fucking movie. <laughs> like No. No. And like literally when I would meet people that um like had never heard about this movie, I was like, it's a bunch of like cross dressing aliens that like <laughs> throw a party you know and like for the birth of this other alien like yeah like like you legit cannot explain this movie no no um and of course we have to talk about the soundtrack like hello oh my god yes (laughs) so i know the album art is different for uh the soundtrack than like the actual movie poster it's more of like a cartoony like um oh yeah art i wouldn't say pop art but it would be yeah yeah it is kind of like pop art right yeah i know (laughs) yeah i um i actually used to have a t-shirt with this printed on it you know i think i remember that (laughs) yeah (laughs) um yeah what's your favorite song from the film or soundtrack i really love i'm going home which features the don't dream it be it Mm -hmm. um also love rose tint my world Yes, except I don't like the ending with Dr. Scott. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I feel like that song, Rose to My World, is really underrated. Mm -hmm. But I really love that one. And then I Can Make You a Man. Oh, my God. (laughs) I Can Make You a Man. But Sweet Transvestite is my favorite song of all time. But I really really love um, I'm Going Home. That one's a really good one. 
Uh, yeah, sweet transvestite is number one for me, like, hands down. Oh, yeah. everything about that, just him coming out and, like, oh, so scandalous. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, of course, superheroes. I love that one. Yes. <laughs> yes, that's that a really, really great one. song. Um, they play that right at the end, right? Yeah, I think it's, if it's not the credits, it's right before the credits, right? Because I think the credits is um, double feature again yeah okay yeah so then this is uh, they play superheroes when the castle is taking off then yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. i really that like a- that one song. it is um and the co- and of course to me the most iconic is time warp i don't know yeah. what you think yeah. absolutely like that's again everybody absolutely. knows that and i feel also feel um there's a light at the frankenstein place What's the, mm-hmm. what, is that the title, right? Am I butchering Over at the Frankenstein place, yeah. Yeah, I feel like that's iconic, too, because people are like, oh, because they think of the castle right before. Right. And then they stop the movie after Time Warp, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then what, what are your, like, the first memory that comes to mind when you see that or a favorite memory when you hear the soundtrack? You know, it's really funny because... I actually downloaded the soundtrack when I had a Zune. Ooh, girl. I had one, too. Taking it back. And I used to listen to the soundtrack, like, all the time. And um, it really just used to, like, remind me of, you know, like, being in choir Mm -hmm. high school, you know, and, like, hanging out with you, like, after class or whatever. Or even, like, hanging in, like, um like the choir building in general, you know, we would kick it over there sometimes. Yeah. Um, so it just takes me back to like this, like nostalgic place. I really love like the harmonizations, the layering of the music and Tim Curry. Oh my God. What a legend. He is probably one of the most talented voice actors, actors and singers of all time. Like, I agree. Oh man. he's, he's crazy. I love him in this film. Yeah, I do too. Um, um yeah so i just have a lot of like memories attached to you with this movie you know dude, it'll same. never remind me of, of you you know yeah i always think of you and like just like always hanging out at your house like i know you would always have me like decorate your room like, yeah with all your like posters and like albums and like fucking black sabbath and yeah, like all this like i will never forget that because it's so fucking awesome but yeah i think this this movie ties a a real big place in my heart for you so oh yeah really is fucking cries (laughs) (laughs) oh my god so of course with this whole theme brings halloween you know uh Mm -hmm. so are you a real big fan of halloween I am. I love spooky season. October is probably one of my favorite months of the year just because fall vibes, if you will. (laughs) Um, So I actually love that this movie is like centered around Halloween, you know, and a lot of people dress up for it still newer generations, especially because this film is, you said it turned 45 not too long ago. Yeah. It's reaching a whole new audience of people, especially now that it's on a streaming platform. Mm hmm. Um, you know, social media is like a huge thing. Um, but yeah, I used to dress up as magenta actually, you know? <laughs> <remember> so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I would do it again. I would do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, uh, I think it was two twice in a row. You did a big Halloween party in high school. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Like, 
It was so cool. Whoever wasn't invited, sorry, not sorry, but we had a fucking blast. You missed it. <laughs> I'm like, you missed it. it was, I, what were we, like, senior, junior in high school? I think we were freshmen or juniors, yeah. Yeah. I, oh, no, 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 sophomore or juniors. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, like, even though, yeah, there's no alcohol, like, how we party now, but, like, it, yeah. you had music, like, it was just so much fun just being in Yeah, we had a good time. We had a really good time. Yeah. And a lot of people showed up, and, like, people were dressed up, and we did, like, a costume contest and everything. It was so much fun. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually really sad that COVID um, has, like, killed everything this year, because I really would have loved to gone and seen this at a theater here in Chicago, because I bet a million dollars that it would just be lit like Dude. lit just fuck because the theater scene is crazy here really oh yeah <clears throat> this is like where people get their start oh my god yeah. imagine like and then it just sucks because it's on a fucking saturday like i could have like, tore the fuck up man i know i my birthday was on a Saturday this year, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Like the one time, now to wait seven more years, like <laughs> I'm pissed, bro. By then, you don't even want to turn up no more. Yeah, I'm gonna be like 37. Like, <laughs> ew. Just kidding, like 35, maybe. <laughs> nah, still, bro. I'm not ready for that 30 shit. Yet. I know we're almost there. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> oh. Um, so dressing up as magenta, is that like your most memorable costume or do you have like others that? Um, so I've never dressed up as anybody else, <laughs> but I definitely love like when people dress up as, um, like Rocky or Frankenfurter because I mean, it's not a societal norm for men to wear speedos and makeup, <laughs> but I just appreciate people's commitment to the film, you know? Yeah. And, um, I really love, I mean, I love Frankenberg's costume from head to toe, but I also kind of love um, Columbia's fit. Like, you it's just got the sequins um, corset top. Like, that's really cute. It reminds me of um, a chorus line, you know, the musical chorus uh-huh. line that we did. Yeah. Yeah, it reminds me of that. Her costume, just like, what? Singular sensation. Like, I just love that. <laughs> that's taking it back, man. That really is. <laughs> wow. That's so much fun. Um, but, uh, as a, like, what costumes did you dress up when, for Halloween, for kid and present day, I guess. Oh, I see. Progressing. Um, oh my gosh. So when I was a kid, I've done everything. My dad was really into special effects makeup. Oh, really? So, yeah. So my dad used to one time, oh my God, I'll never forget this. My dad made me into like this creepy old lady witch. Oh my God. He like tied like a little like headscarf and like he dressed me up as like a little old lady and put like this massive prosthetic nose on me and like blended it in or whatever and like drew a ward on it. It was like really nasty and creepy. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. And that was really fun. That's so cool. How old were you? Oh my God. I must've been like 10. Oh my God. Yeah, and he always used to stipple like um like facial hair on my brother because my brother always wanted to be a biker and obviously he was like six (laughs) (laughs) um but i've dressed up as like princesses i was a bride one year i did a zombie cheerleader when i was young um then as i've gotten older i've done like a sexy pirate i've done a sexy red little red riding hood um I went as a chola one year, oh you know, like I've, I've kind of done it all this year. I think I'm going to do like a forest fairy. Oh, that's cute. Uh, just, you know, so I can snap some pics for IG because 
Halloween is canceled. I know. But, Just dress up and sit down in the living room and watch right. Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> right. Like what I've been doing for six and a half months now. <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, I've literally done any kind of costume, but, um, my favorite was probably that creepy old lady, witch thing my dad made me into, cause it was just something out of the normal, like what 10 year old girl, like dresses up as a creepy witch. Yeah, that's true. Lady, you know, <laughs> like really just grotesque looking. <laughs> but Hey, Halloween is supposed to be scary. I know my mom, she would get upset. Like, don't you want to be something scary? It's Halloween. And I'm like, no. I want to be pink power ranger mom like <laughs> that was probably my favorite as a kid like just always oh being the pink power ranger because like hello she was yeah. amazing uh, yeah and then I always remember my mom would always make my costumes like she's a big time sewer seamstress yeah. I should say and uh she one time because I was obsessed with Greece growing up as a child and uh she made me this like huge poodle skirt uh, when I think it was blue, like a baby blue, and it had a little poodle on the like corner of it, and I had like the little Peter Pan white collar. Like I always remember that. Oh my god! Uh, one year I was a pink lady too. I had like the jacket and like <laughs> yes, like I love that. And even when I was a witch, she would make all my costumes and like that's so cool. Yeah, my mom she always has fun doing all that stuff. But yeah. I think like older now. Um, I don't really dress up as much, but uh, one year I was a piñata, and I, uh, <laughs> I know it sounds stupid, <laughs> but oh my god, that dress, so I, I had a dress, and then I actually glued all of, like, those, um, the streamers that are, like, mm-hmm. in the rolls, and I glued yep. each different color onto the fucking dress, like, it took forever, but Ooh, yeah, it was a lot of fun, and then uh, Jonathan, he was a, a Mexican, and, like, he had, like, <laughs> a serape kind of thing and just like a fucking sombrero and like yeah. <laughs> we went out like that like it was so much fun <laughs> i had a good time i want to do a couple's costume this year um we might do like a small get together with some friends but i highly doubt anything is really gonna go down but i wanted to do a big bad wolf and like little red riding hood i always thought oh. that was cute i know it's corny but i always it's thought that cute. was cute oh adrian was like you should be a we should be a pimp and a hoe and oh. I'm like, no <laughs> Hey, it's no, easy. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. That's He's a good so costume. Yeah, right? I guess. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, let's go on to our next segment. Trivia! I love trivia. It's a lot of fun. I hope you like it too. <laughs> I do too. Okay. So I'm going to ask you a series of questions and see if okay. you get them right. If you get them okay. all right, I will I will buy you a shot next time I see you. You'll send me your OnlyFans? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, people, I don't have an OnlyFans. <laughs> Link in bio. No. <laughs> I'm not like that no more. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Those days are over, Drea. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. But yeah, link is in bio. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Okay. All right. So at the chapel, what did the billboard behind Brad and Janet say? Denton, land of happiness. I'll give you half a point for that because it says home of happiness. Okay. (laughs) All right. 
right. You're it. I'm pretty sure you're going to get all of these. Like, these are, like, for you, they're probably fucking yeah. easy. So, okay. What's the name of the newspaper Janet is reading in the car? Oh, shit. I actually don't know this. Just give it a guess. Um, oh, man. <laughs> I'm just going to say, and I watched the movie today. I'm so mad. I know. <laughs> I caught it the second time I watched it. I was like, oh, shit, that's a good question. <laughs> I wrote it down. New England Press. I don't know. I really don't know. No, it's the Plain Dealer. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. I know that's hard. <laughs> see him throwing curveballs in there. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see if you get this one. This one I didn't catch till the second time I watched it. But what famous painting is in the background while they're dancing the time warp? There's a famous painting in the background? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I'm too busy dancing. I never look at the background. I, I know. That's why, like, like the second time I was like, okay, I have to be serious and really look at every little detail. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just going to put this out there. I probably know this is wrong, but um, American Gothic, that paint painting. Mm. Which one's that one? Oh. <laughs> uh, it's the one with like the old man and the woman with the pitchfork. Oh no! Oh, that one is in the film, but no, it's actually the Mona Lisa. That was my second guess. <laughs> it was in but, black and white, and like it, there was two or three of them, like all in the room that they were dancing in. Yeah, I and okay, I gotta rewatch that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, what is tattooed on Doctor Frankenfurter's arm? Boss. Or babe, boss, boss, right? Yeah. With what? It's a heart with like an arrow going through it, right? Yes. It's a, it's a knife, but you know, you got oh, like yeah. all that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so what did Dr. Frankenfurter kill Eddie with? A pickaxe. Yes. Okay. And then this one you should probably fucking know, but in like, when you're reenacting it in the live, uh, the audience, mm -hmm. um, during the song, I'm going home. What does, um, what does Dr. Frankenfurter say to signal when to throw the deck of cards? Cards for sorrow, cards for pain. Yes. Damn girl, yeah, I owe yeah. you a shot then, even though yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got one wrong, but like, you already know I was going to buy you a shot if I see you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just go link up like that. So it deserves this. <laughs> all right let's go on to did you know okay did you know that there is a park in new zealand dedicated to riffraff uh they have this statue at the wakato i hope i'm saying that wrong a museum of art and history and there's like some statue outside and it's like i guess i don't know like a foyer That's amazing. isn't that cool that's really cool. Yeah, like, damn, New Zealand's fucking awesome. <laughs> um, and then also, uh, for the part of Dr. Frankenfurter, Tim Curry actually auditioned singing Little Richard's Tutti Frutti. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought that was so awesome. Like, out of all that songs. That is cool. Like, yeah. I, I would, like, hope that they recorded that. And if so, I want to see it. Like, Oh, absolutely. That's fucking dope. 
Um, and then also uh, Richard O'Brien, which music and lyrics, if people didn't remember that, uh, mm-hmm. originally wanted to play the role of Eddie. So I wonder. Oh, wow. I guess Meatloaf was never in the, <laughs> the picture. Yeah. I mean, no loss there, but whatever. <laughs> he would have played Riff Raff. <laughs> Imagine if Meatloaf would have played Riff Raff instead of like. Bro, I wouldn't have been able to take him seriously. Yeah, it would be like, shut the fuck up. Like, he would want to, like, put in his fucking saxophone and, like, <laughs> and his boot song. kicks. He'd be like, your time is over, Frankenfurter. <laughs> Rubbing his <laughs> fucking <laughs> motorcycle. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and then, let me see. A large portion of the movie was supposed to be filmed in black and white, which is pretty cool. Like, that is cool. I think it would be, like, I don't know if you've ever seen uh, Schindler's List and how it's all in black and white except for a coat for a little girl and it's bright red. I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen that. And then they end up showing the coat being thrown into the furnaces. Oh, because, wow. Yeah, signifying. Like, that'd be cool. I know that got, like, really deep. But, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but, like that would have been cool if they, like, did that, like, black and white, but, like, the lips were red like that was the one thing yes, i saw the lips would have been his cool. fucking heels or like you know what i mean like little accents like that's pretty cool yeah but i think the that would have been cool good um and then my last one uh princess diana was actually a huge fan yes <laughs> how awesome is that like if she couldn't get any more fucking awesome like i know i read that and i was like damn <laughs> do you have any little did you know facts Steve Martin auditioned for the role of Brad Majors. Oh, that would have been. Uh, I don't know. It would have been a comedy movie. Yeah. I mean, I love Steve Martin, but yeah, it would have been his humor and not that like weird, like what the fuck humor. Like, you know? Yeah. Oh, this is interesting. Hmm. The green surgical gown that Dr. Frankenfurter wears has a pink triangle over his heart. The triangle was used by the Nazis in concentration camps to denote that the wearer was a gay man, but it is pointing downward. The pink triangle pointing upward is often used to symbolize gay pride. Interesting. Very interesting. Um, I never noticed that detail, and I love that scene. That's awesome. And I had also read that he was supposed to have a German accent, too. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know what changed that. Um. Oh yeah. When um filming took place from October through December in Windsor, England, Barry Boswick claims he was always wet during filming because the castle had a leak. There was no. There was only one warm room filled with space heaters where the cast members could hang out. But then the room caught on fire. Oh my god! <laughs> so they like lost their heating room. Jeez. I think that's so crazy. Um. That's so funny because, like, the part where uh, they get out of the swimming pool, you can see them, like, that they're fucking freezing. You're like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, Yeah, I, I bet that scene was very brutal to film. Oh, yeah. I, they, I, like, pray that they could only get it in, like, one shot. I always think about that, like. Yeah. Oh, my God. Vincent Price was offered the role of the criminologist but really? turned it down due to scheduling conflicts. Oh, my God. Imagine having him on there. That would have oh that would have made the movie even better yeah he's the fucking king of horror like oh literally i love him 
Mick Jagger wanted to play Dr. Frankenstein. Oh my god, imagine that. <laughs> Too much teeth in that. Oh no. Uh, yeah, that whole fucking it'd be, all, it'd be all teeth. <laughs> I think I would probably want uh what's his face? The immortal guy. What's his name? Keith Richards. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That guy's gonna outlive all of us, <laughs> right? Oh my god. Um, but that's all I have for did you know? That's pretty cool though. I like those. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now wrapping it up. You guys on MySpace or? <laughs> so, uh, tell us about uh, your social media. Where can we find you? So on IG, I'm at curvy drea c-u-r-v-y you know she's thick and juicy <laughs> and then adrea is d-r-u-h-h um drea uh. um yeah so i'm like doing my body positivity movement on there check me out yes. um, i'm on um tiktok <laughs> i love tiktok and i am on there i have to look at my username it's dr underscore dre underscore u-h-h um, but yeah, those are where you can find me. Are you on Twitter too, right? Oh yeah, I am Twitter. My Twitter handle is the same as, um, uh, TikTok. So it's dr underscore dre underscore uhh. Nice. How exciting. See you guys. If you want to hit up Drea, she posts some really beautiful and amazing stuff. And also Thank on you. your story, some really inspiring stuff. So. Thank you. Yes. And then of course, if you guys want to tune into the pod, uh, it's at the movies pod on, uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, and then you could catch it on Anchor, um, Apple Podcast, Overcast, and um, Spotify. That's the main one I know everybody has. Yeah. And of course, if you want to follow me, uh, it's Jack underscore Taurus, but Jack J A C Q. J A C K was taken. So I had to, you know, settle for Jack, but it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but that one is on Instagram and Snapchat. Um, again, I, I never use my fucking Twitter. Like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you guys have any feedback or more movie suggestions and. If I should change up the segments, like, hey, I'm I'm here to listen. DM me. Uh, let me know what you think. And thanks for tuning in. And thank you so much, Drea, for coming on my show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm so excited that you're doing this. This is, like, right up your alley. And I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, just I wanted it just to be fun and get our mind off of all the bullshit that's going on. I so. feel you, girl. I feel you. I'm thankful for people like you to keep me entertained. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> but yeah, I would love to have you again on the show, which I'm pretty sure. Like, definitely. Dre is going to be back on my show again. Like, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right. Well, bye, guys. Say bye, bye. Dre. <laughs>